0: I always, when you uh, do that, want to be like, uh, four and three and two and one. Hey, sorry. Um, I just think of us dancing around to Broad City in Brooklyn in the snow. Uh, It was a good time. What a
1: fun night.
0: Oh, that was such a good night. One of my favorite nights, probably, of my adult life. Anyway, we got a podcast.
1: Podcast. Podcast. It's
0: It's a thing we're doing. I'm keeping all of this in.
1: Good.
0: Anyone can write. A writer rewrites Alan Alda yeah it's it's so climactic there
1: I know right that was uh, a quote quoted by the person it was first quoted to Um, Max Brooks was on the Nerdist podcast a while back and he talked about when he was getting into writing he uh, was mentored by Alan Alda
0: wow that's like a name drop if I've ever heard one
1: i know right it by was like, the way
0: he, i was mentored by the guy from mash
1: he was like 13 14 years old sending stories that he'd written to alan alda and he read them and gave him feedback and sent them back to him i mean granted they you know hollywood connection from his father like they knew each other whatever but still he took the time to read this like teenager's stuff and that was the like nugget of truth that he first bestowed upon him oh man i really liked it i'm
0: trying to think if i had a nugget of truth to bestow upon someone from the next generation i mean star trek
1: uh what what would would, you what 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 would would you say to picard what would you say (laughs) i know what i'd say to Worf.
0: for picard i would say i trust you more but shatner looked better doing it
1: fair but
0: uh, no, what would you what what would, what would your bit of next generation uh, words of wisdom be?
1: Um, well, quick aside, I like to think of Picard as an excellent an excellent president, but uh, Shatner would have been like a a really good governor, like just like kind of ballsy, yeah. brash, like just trying to get shit done. In whereas Picard's much more. Diplomatic, and thinking about the bigger picture.
0: Yeah, no, I get that's that. That's how
1: I like to think of them. That—that's that's a
0: lot of thought things. into Star Trek.
1: It's—it's it's a lot. That's you want to hear a lot of thought put into Star Trek. Talk to Maya.
0: Um, believe me, I do frequently, <laughs> and almost every time we get together to podcast, something goes back to Star Trek. I normally edit it out because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm like you know, I think a lot of people who listen probably watch Star Trek. But a lot of people probably don't, and it's just going to go over their heads. And you know, they came for Disney; they didn't come for Star Trek. Yeah. Except you—you you came for both. So, what's your I word of wisdom?
1: I came. My word of wisdom to Worf would be: um, <laughs> don't get uh, don't get too too attached to uh, the blonde from season one with the short haircut. Like, keep keep a healthy distance. She's not gonna make it.
0: Never get attached to the girl with short blonde hair from season Never. one. It's like the no. short
1: blonde short blonde hair from season one. Always, always like Maggie Grayson
0: Lost Man.
1: <gasps> nice. Right? Good ref.
0: Yeah. I was proud of that packing packing myself on the back. Patting myself on the back. I'm drinking wine at 4.45 in the afternoon. Um, Long day? (laughs) Honestly, I worked a little bit. It's just been that I've been sick. And Mm. honestly, I heated up some red wine. uh, And it feels really good on my throat right now.
1: Wait, I'm sorry. Back up. You heated up some red wine? Yeah. Like in a saucepan or a kettle or just like nuke a mug? (laughs) No,
0: um, it was in a saucepan. Like, I made mead.
1: Um, uh, I was going to say, this sounds like half-assed wassail.
0: <laughs> it's, it's super half-assed. Basically, I kind of wanted to have a drink, and I didn't have any whiskey to make a hot toddy. And I'm really fucking lazy right now. So I mm. heated up red wine. And it feels really good on my throat, mainly because now I don't feel my throat as well. <laughs> no, I don't know what is going on with me, but I'm I'm some sort of sick. And I hate some... it. I, oh, how w- long you've been sick? Uh, I mean, really if we if we're going to be technical about it, like 28 years. There's but... some
1: bragging rights.
0: <laughs> no, but like a few days. It's that's it's the fall, the fall cold. Um, speaking of bragging rights though, let's hear what you have to brag about today.
1: What do I have to brag about today? Um, while doing 16-hour, 14-hour days. I have managed to get a good friend and collaborator, not you, um to slowly kill her darlings on a project we're working on together, which was through quite ma- manipulation, the right? Oh, absolutely, like blatant manipulation. Like telling her that I think it's a really good idea, so then she thinks it's a terrible idea. It's great. Um, so no, you, but...
0: what you need is you need collaborators who have zero respect in your thought process.
1: Oh, absolutely. And then I can just manipulate them a la a shadow government to try and get the results that I want. And I get like 80% accuracy with that.
0: Look at you being Dick Cheney. Mm-hmm. Any... Not
1: the first time I've been compared to him. Will not <laughs> Nor be the last.
0: The last. <laughs> uh, so besides that, anything else exciting going on with you?
1: Anything else exciting going on with me? I... Wow, just went like right out of my head. Oh, I'm making some actual progress on filming a pilot this fall. Woo! Um, So I'm writing a a pilot episode, co-creating a show with another collaborator. And, um, we're making some real progress and we're looking at like uh end of October, early November shoot date. So... I
0: haven't gotten my callback yet for your pilot. What the fuck, dude?
1: Ah, sorry. We already cast, uh, ironic manic pixie dream girl. So, sorry.
0: That is my, uh, that is my brand.
1: <laughs> you remember, um... Last time we talked and I was saying how much I admired Diablo Cody's career. Mm-hmm. Got me thinking and I was like, I should rewatch Juno. I haven't watched Juno in forever. No, never rewatch
0: and it. Just just let it hold in your mind with the nostalgia.
1: It hell it holds up. I think it holds up. There are parts of it where I was like, Oh, this isn't as good as I remember. But there were plenty of parts where I was like, This is even better than I remember. I will say the the love story between her and Bleaker doesn't seem nearly as believable because i'm like you have spent very little time together in this movie yeah honestly
0: <laughs> what i want is just that movie to be jk simmons and allison Janney. Jenny is it Janney or Janney? Janney. Janney. thank you i will never make that mistake again
1: listen I... to anna Ferris is unqualified she references her once an episode
0: well I... and that's what's funny is i that was what i was thinking back to because i was recently listening to the episode where she has aubrey plaza in it Mm -hmm. Um, and that was, that was where I was like, is that, is that it? Because, I mean, they work together, so, duh. But, yeah, I just want it to be that. Because their dynamic is so amazing.
1: That's pretty great. Pretty And their relationships with. With Juno. With With Ellen Page, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: I like it. It was a fun movie to rewatch. I was (laughs) like, man, this puts me back in high school.
0: (laughs) I don't know. Have you ever met my, my, like, really close friend since, like, High school, Caitlin. I know you know of her, but have you ever met her? I don't think you have. Or if I don't you, think you I, have. I think you've been at like, like my. You were both like at my graduation party from. I think college, we've been in but,
1: proximity, but I don't think. Yeah, we but I
0: don't think you guys have because she's not really as social in that way. But when that movie came out, I would, I swear, like every day I hung out with her. Someone when they saw her, because yeah, Missoula is a smaller town. And Mm -hmm. we, you know, all know each other for the most part. Anyone who had just seen that movie was like, oh, my God, Caitlin, you're Juno. And she just got so irritated by, one, people thinking that they had some right to come up and talk to her and tell her who she is. But also just like hearing it repeated times and it forced her to be social. None of these are things that Caitlin ever wanted.
1: Sounds like a ray of sunshine.
0: Yeah, well, Caitlin, Caitlin is fantastic. But I mean, you know, Megan, who is another really close friend of mine. She's like the opposite of Megan.
1: Oh, so
0: it's I, none of my friends are very similar. I have to say, huh. they're all real different, which I, I like. But also, it makes it hard sometimes to get certain ones to like, hang out together.
1: Who am I the opposite of?
0: Um, Maya?
1: oh i don't think Maya and i are oh
0: i was going i was going uh looks wise sorry oh personality wise um in certain ways lars
1: oh yeah following his twitter feed i could see that
0: (laughs) do you follow lars's twitter feed i'll have to tell him that he'll love well
1: He'll be um, like,
0: "Oh, the, he's the one."
1: No, I don't. I don't actually follow him. I just check up on him sometimes because I, I not give him. him. I won't give her. I won't give him the follower. I, I won't do it. You're just love gonna, you, Lars. Not gonna do it. You, you but, I think
0: that <laughs> you think he's gonna listen to our podcast.
1: Well, I think that you're involved, and um, I did give him an overly firm handshake, which means I'm in his head. <laughs> so I think he's probably gonna listen.
0: Oh yeah, that you guys met. I forgot about that.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. We did. Yeah.
0: That one White time. knuckle
1: handshake. Mm. That's uh, no, nope. I did.
0: I would say yeah, probably Lars or mm, maybe my friend Brian. Yeah. Ooh,
1: tell me about Brian.
0: He's Megan's old roommate and my friend Lisa's boyfriend, but he's very he's very into sports. I mean, he's a super animated guy. But his focus on the creative arts is much more in music. He's a band director at a middle oh. school. And he went to UM, actually. And, yeah, he is super into The Lion King, like, unnervingly so. And, yeah. All right. um, but you guys look super similar. Actually, no, you and Jeff are too similar. I was like, you look a lot like my friend Jeff, but Jeff and you actually are fairly similar, too.
1: Um, oh, I want to meet Jeff. Uh, Jeff sounds. I nice. I honestly
0: <laughs> think it's one of those things where you guys are similar enough that if I put you in the same room, oh, it would explode.
1: Oh, oh, okay.
0: yeah, and i prefer not to do that. But no, he's he's good people. He's sidebar. Yeah,
1: Brian's tend to end up with Lisa's. I know several Brian's and Lisa's. Also, Mikes and Brian's. Interesting. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Well, what are you what are you bragging about these days? Uh, you said rambling and getting back to the point somehow.
0: Um I uh, I I'm really just like my mind's blown by this whole Brian Lisa thing. Um
1: Put it together. Start thinking of Brian's and Lisas. You know them. No. You know
0: I them. I, I know them separately, but only one together. Uh so my bragging rights, uh I introduced my boyfriend to Happy Endings today. And it is his reaction to it has been so rewarding. Like getting... I want to
1: shake your hand. I know
0: right. Well, he's super sick and so he's been watching a lot of TV and I think he might... I think it's one of those things where he wants to have TV that he can fade in and out of, not mm. necessarily like focus wholly on. So not a lot of plot, but funny. And so mm-hmm. I was like, have you ever watched Happy Endings this morning? And he was like, well, I'm a super big like Adam P- uh, Poly fan. Polly? god damn it, I can't pronounce last name. How sentence. can you be an
1: Adam Poly fan and not watch Happy Endings?
0: Well, and that was sort of my—I was super surprised by that. But um, yeah, so he's, he's like nine episodes in now, and he's pretty—he's pretty into it. He—he he sent me uh, an anti-Semitic drawing based off of an episode, which he was like, "This looks awful to anyone who does not know what we're talking about." I'm like, "No, nah, it looks perfect to me." oh
1: no, <laughs> penny hitler
0: yes you got it you got it well, oh it was, come on yeah that it will no. I... it was actually the the jewish cross out thing
1: yep yep that was the drawing <laughs> he
0: sent me uh from when she she got into the mr hitler um oh, man. but yeah actually in all seriousness in all seriousness though oh, that wine i guess when it's heated it just gets to my head quicker <laughs> In all seriousness, I got my first paid writing job last week. So, Ooh. I'm pretty excited. I'm getting paid like monthly like monthly to contribute a blog to a website. So, I'm pretty excited about that. I'll let you know that more girl. about it later, but yeah, I got on like last Thursday, I got a job and part of it involves, well, another job. I have a job.
1: But I was going to say, you're juggling a lot of jobs right now. Are we phasing something out soon? Uh, this can be stricken from the record. We'll,
0: add, we'll so. see. We'll see. But uh, this job is a lot more focused on things that in the future I am looking to do. And also with the ending of our blog, it means that I will have you know, something that will be, I'll be held to do each month. So no matter what, I will be creating something and creating content. And I think that will be really good for me.
1: That's a pretty seamless transition. Yeah, a blog.
0: I'm I'm really I'm really excited about that. Um, it helps because this whole the blog our blog ending um, has been a little bittersweet, and I mean I know it's the right time, but it's also this whole idea of like, well, who will hold me accountable to actually write content
1: each week? I so. know it's 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 been a little. Uh, I I've been surprised at how much I've been like, oh, huh. This is uh, it's a little sad. A little yeah. sad to be uh, it's... punching this in for the last time.
0: Yeah, but... have you started your last blog entry for next week? No,
1: no, I haven't. Um, I'm a little, I'm a little, uh, a little whelmed, whelmed by it.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a bit much. I have some things I want to say, but I want to say them in a way I haven't said them, and that's, You know, that's tricky after two years because there's a Mm -hmm. lot that I shared that I didn't think I would share and there's a lot that probably I still could share. And Mm -hmm. so it's just sort of figuring out what I want to do without making it. I don't want to open any cans of worms. I just want, oh, I just heard my dog, like, jump and fall down. That is the saddest noise to hear from another room. Like, I'd help you, buddy, but sorry.
1: No, the (laughs) the saddest noise to hear from the other room is to hear an elderly voice go, Hello? Is anyone there? (laughs) I've been waiting for so long. That's so so you're haunted. (laughs) No, 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 not haunted. That's just my neighbor. I don't know who he's waiting for. Oh,
0: poor Cameron. (laughs)
1: Uh, Not poor Cameron. Never poor Cameron. (laughs) When Cameron starts listening to my podcast, then he can be poor Cameron.
0: Yeah. Oh my God. That should be the title of our first podcast. Chapter one. Poor Cameron. Poor Cameron. <laughs> I think we just found it. I think we got it. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. First try. I'm excited. Uh, but yeah, so it's been it's been a lot of thinking about what to do to end it. And without, mm-hmm. you know, making it seem like I'm starting something different. Because it's it. Like if I open up this new topic, it's like, well, it has to have a concise ending. So... Well. Yeah. I
1: give you, I give you verbal consent to go as long as you want with your final post because. And I give that to what you. What are we gonna? Sir. What are we gonna do? Lose subscribers? <laughs>
0: no, but it is kind of cool. Like looking at the number of views, like that's mm-hmm. a cool thing to see. Like, yeah, because not all of those are people we know, probably.
1: No, it's so weird, especially as we move into more widely distributed content yeah. that's sort of self generating with these podcasts. Yeah. Um it's crazy to see the numbers and go like I don't I don't know that many people that would listen to me.
0: Yeah, they're my like friends. I, I bribed them. <laughs> Sorry.
1: Right? Wow, you have bribed hundreds of people.
0: I know. I have a lot of friends. Or yeah. a
1: lot of money.
0: <laughs> um I mean I didn't bribe them much. Like I just bribed them with time with me. That's what
1: anyone wants anymore, am I right? Oh, I was almost robbed of all of my time today.
0: Oh yeah, if I, was it Austin? If I can, Did Austin? No, do if I can,
1: if I can just, if I can just rant here for a moment. Yes, please
0: do. Um Nice segue.
1: There, there are things that I hate. Right, and disobeying the laws of traffic, pretty high on the list. When it's a car, it's very irritating, but when it's a bicyclist, it's it's both terrifying and, and just kind of a nuisance because bikers, especially in New York City, are the absolute worst. Because for some reason, I don't know why, but because your carbon emission is lower, you feel entitled to not stop at red lights, to try and play chicken and go through, not only cutting through traffic, but also cutting through a pedestrian walkway. Like, just because you have your own special little slow lane on the side for you and your city bike or your messenger service or delivering pizzas God knows where does not mean you don't have to stop for the red light. If you don't want to stop, that's fine, but you do so at your own peril. And do not get mad at me or the cars around you. Don't, don't ring your little bell as you cut through the intersection that you should not be going through your careless disregard for the laws of this city and the rules of the road and just human decency. I will go that far. I think it is indecent to be that asshole on the bike that's blowing through red lights. And not like an orange light or a pink light where it just changed and you just scoot through, but a light that has come and gone and its time on Earth has ended. And you're just saying... Fuck it, because you're on a bike, and somehow that makes it okay. There are so many terrible things I would like to do with bicyclists. But I'm getting to the point where I think I'm going to start carrying small pieces of steel rebar to just chuck in people's spokes as they go by me.
0: Good thing that you have steel rebar, like, at your disposal.
1: Handily available.
0: Handily available. Yeah, there's some pretty big dicks Uh, on bicycles here and they're very like they're very into how much they're saving the environment because it's Seattle but I I think my my least favorite thing is I'm like I can get it if you're going to be a bicyclist that's going to be also a pedestrian if you're going down this road where you're not going to affect anyone but when you're on busy roads be a a, be a vehicle or be a pedestrian don't be both because it's really fucking confusing
1: the asshole that's zooming in and out between cars goes into the bike lane and then hops up on the sidewalk, Ugh. that that person's getting punched. Yeah. They're getting punched right in the face. There's
0: a dick on a motorbike that I see on my commute to work every day because I have like a 25-minute commute every day. Mm-hmm. And in theory, I find motorbikes hilarious because they're like mm-hmm. bikes with a motor, but I just... He, is that what those are he, fuck off um, but this guy just does not pay attention to anyone around him and like goes behind these like really huge like recycling trucks and stuff and to the point to like a level that they can't see like they can't see him and then gets super irritated if they like break and he like nearly hits them I've seen him do this like three or four times now and it's what does just, he
1: do, ang- angrily blow in his whistle or ring his bell?
0: He do, he lifts his hands up in the air like, what the fuck are you doing? And then I just zip by in my little Fiat and, you know, do lots of Italian swears at him. Like, like what? Uh, angry ha- hand waves and say, "Ciao," really mean. <laughs> That's how I do. But, I mean, I feel like it's just, it's that hipster thing he does, you know? Because we yep. we in Seattle we're really into hipsters, or we Apparently. all are hipsters. Apparently, we've been also putting up naked statues of Donald Trump around. That's a thing we did. Because I work I work in like the most hipster area of Seattle, and it's it's something. It's really something. Like some days I'm just I find it so charming, and then some days I'm just like, oh my god. If I have to see another ridiculous beard, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I actually came out of a concert last night and and was like, oh, my God, Adair, hipster. And I'm like, yeah, we're at the base of Capitol Hill. Of course, there's a hipster. But she's like, do you see that one? I'm like, yeah, I saw him the second we walked out. That manicured mustache. Oh, yeah, no, no doubt.
1: Isn't it just easier to spot the not hipsters to be like, hey, save a lot jeans and a t-shirt, the fuck's wrong with you?
0: It would save a lot of time if that was the game we played, but it's not, because that's that's not where we're going.
1: Um, and look, it's a guy in a suit with a traditional men's haircut. What a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I love it because you're also slowly becoming a hipster, like a Brooklyn hipster, but uh. it's it's you're still a hipster. You have a Doctor Who tattoo and you wear flannel. Like your family portrait okay. of you and your wife's. This and your whole
1: dog. this whole hipster co option of flannel I think is really insidious and it's getting bad because now they're trying to take car hearts away. They're trying okay. hearts are hip. I'm not cool car with Harts that because
0: hit. I am from Montana and car hearts exactly. are functional.
1: That's my same thought with flannels. Flannels are for being outside when it's cold. That's when you wear flannel. Period.
0: I oh, don't know. I think you wear wear flannel more than that.
1: I think you need to shut up with your little beanie hat and your cheap sunglasses.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying I don't do it. I'm just saying. Do, do you remember that day I texted you and I'm like, I'm accidentally a hipster today, and it's really upset. Like I saw my reflection. I'm like, oh no, this Uh-oh. is awful. Because <laughs> I just <laughs> grabbed my boss's hat and was like marching around. I'm like, fuck this. Um, Alright, so, but that whole story of me and I walking out of the, uh, the concert, the show we were at, we were at Neil deGrasse Tyson last night, and it was amazing.
1: Wait, wait, wait. What's a Neil deGrasse Tyson show like? Who, who opens for him?
0: He's, he opens for himself. Bitch, Neil deGrasse Tyson don't need no opening act. You're there, you're there for a fucking lecture. Uh, he actually said at one point, he's like, you guys are voluntarily here on a Thursday night for a lecture and then everyone was like, "Woo!" But yeah, he did uh, his—he did a whole thing on like science and movies, so it was totally up my alley. It was just like all the things that are not correct and like science uh, when it involves science and like Contact or Armageddon. He even talked about Frozen and like the science in Frozen, and it was really great. And it made me really wish that I was more science oriented, and I kind of would love his career, although I'm not. I'm though I got a degree in a science right i feel like i would still rather have Tignataro's career i just listened to her on comedy bang bang uh mm-hmm. there's like an episode from a few like a few weeks ago and i'm just like i still i love her and then i need to send you a book because i went to a book re- uh, like a like a book talk of ann patchett and this woman is amazing and It makes me feel like I am a failed writer sometimes, but she's also like super like optimistic towards like young writers and people who aren't published yet. And uh, I just feel like this whole week I've been introduced or reintroduced to people who I admire the hell out of. And it just makes me feel really lazy. And so I've read two books this week to feel like I'm being less lazy because I am sick and there's not much I can do about that. So that was my... um, that's... Who
1: I didn't I didn't get the name of the writer. But, uh, Ann Patchett. Uh... Sorry. Oh, sorry. Ann Whoa. Patchett.
0: Yeah, she, I've talked to you about her before, but she wrote this amazing book. Um, this well, it's a it's a collection of essays, but it's, it's like her first really like nonfiction work. She does a lot of really beautiful pieces of fiction, but it's called "This Is the Story of a Happy Marriage," and it really helped me because, um, being under thirty and divorced is a really weird thing to feel and to experience and Mm -hmm. it she also got divorced very young and as I've gotten older I've encountered more people with that experience but it's one of those things that though you know things aren't awful and you know it wasn't like the worst thing to happen to me it makes you feel like a minority and it makes you, you there's still a stigma you feel that's attached to that title. And it talks about finding happiness and finding, you know, what matters outside of that in order to, you know, create possibly a happy marriage in the future or just happiness in knowing, you know, that you've made the right choice. And I don't know, I found it incredibly moving and read it twice because, you know, I'm Wow. apparently the message didn't sink in quite enough, but it talked a lot about other things like her parents' divorce and just and being a writer and feeling like, you know, needing to have a job to support herself and be a writer. And it was just a lot of it really rang, rang true to my experience, you know. So having a weird family, you know, we all know that is a thing that everyone yeah, right. has. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's a lot about if it is about like, from the chaos, finding some sort of happiness. And I think that's a really great message, especially as we get closer and closer to 30, which sounds super naive because like, oh yeah, I'm super close to 30, what do I have to say? But I feel like I've had a fair amount of experience and I think you are the same way. And so it's nice that it it validates a lot of feelings of a lot of your stories do happen when you're younger.
1: Yeah, I think It's going to be very interesting as all of our immediate and close friends sort of transition into no longer being 20-somethings, but then we're all 30-somethings together. And then we're going to be 40-somethings together, and we're going to be 50-somethings together. And as the youngest person in all of my friend groups, I'm really hoping that everybody gives me holy hell each time I cross into the next decade That every birthday party is just, like, really shitty. Like, 30th birthday, I want everyone to just make me feel terrible. 40th, 50th, 60th, 70th will probably be sad just because people won't be there. We're going to start losing some.
0: Don't we make you feel bad enough? Why do we have to focus on your birthday?
1: I just mean, like, in an especially bad way. Like a roast without making me feel special. You know?
0: So, a podcast...
1: Yeah, a podcast. I want to do a podcast uh, for, every 10 years. Uh,
0: every 10 years. I actually had a whole thought last night that we should do um, War of the Worlds. Like, we should get all of the secret weapons people together, and we should mm-hmm. do War of the Worlds. Ooh. I think that would be a really funny, like, we could do, like, a Christmas special podcast somehow every year where we all do, like, a radio play. I would love that. I think that could be really, really fun. But yeah, we were talking about H.G. Wells. And speaking of H.G. Wells, uh, whose career right now are you really envying?
1: H.G. Wells. (laughs) He's dead and still notorious. Yeah, right? Like, everybody knows who H.G. Wells is. But he doesn't have to do anything anymore because he's dead. It's great. He made his money. He got out of the game while he was still old and old. Did you no, just whistle while
0: to... you were talking? Sometimes sh- you sounded sh- like sh- the beaver in uh, Winnie the Pooh.
1: Oh, what is it? is his name? Just beaver?
0: I think so. I don't know. Piglet's name is Piglet. Tigger Tigger's name is Tigger, and he's a tiger. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's probably beaver.
1: Because uh, it is owl. It's Kanga and Roo rabbit, and Piglet, and there's owl. The most of all, Winnie the Pooh. Which is
0: weird. Why does Winnie the Pooh get, like, a special name?
1: Because this is the deranged imagining of a very sick child whose only companions are his stuffed animals, and he can only look out his window into this vast forest because he's kept alone in isolation in this terrible, terrible home for unwanted children way out in the middle of the British countryside. That's what Winnie the Pooh's about, right?
0: So speaking of people whose lives you envy... Who else do you
1: want to be? <laughs> um, I'm gonna get around to saying this at some point or another, so I'll just take my lumps now i would I would probably murder a stranger for Max Landis's career.
0: yeah, I can get that.
1: I mean, I thought American Ultra was well constructed, not particularly enjoyable, but a very well constructed film. I love Chronicle, and yeah, yeah.
0: It was a great it, idea.
1: And he gets to write comics. He just did Superman, American Alien, and it's he just gets it, you know?
0: I do he love just, his whole thing about the death of Superman too. Like I think that's Oh it's terrific. It's so good. So good. Yeah, that's
1: that's a guy who can rant professionally. That's what he does. He rants professionally in all of his public appearances. Yeah. I'm interested to see how his T V show, um what was it, Dirk? gently holistic detective agency I think that's what it's called it's uh, coming out this fall Elijah Wood is in it
0: I'm not surprised
1: that man never quit working he supports like his whole family
0: yeah right it's crazy my sister was had like serious like love for him back in the day in high school
1: back in the day how do you not no one outgrows their love of Elijah I wood I think it's it was more she got
0: she got to a point that she was taller than him. And that was her concern. I think. I think that's the deal. Um, I actually just found out, speaking of comics, I'm using the term comics loosely, but I just found out there's going to be a CW show about the Archie comics called Riverdale and Barb from Stranger Things, isn't it?
1: Oh, I'm super excited about Riverdale Um, because they're... It's going to be like real slutty with drugs and all kind it's they're going to update it. It's I I'm, I'm so excited.
0: Well, and I, yeah, I really hope they they highlight Jughead's asexuality.
1: Mhm. I think it'll be I, mean, done. I I understand the want of representation, but asexuality just from a story standpoint isn't like a great character decision cuz it's a lack of action and interest. It's like the opposite of compelling character work.
0: But he eats so much. It's great. He
1: he does eat so much. He
0: eats so much. Um, No, and I saw that, like, because I researched it a little bit when I heard it was happening, because, you know, I'm me. And I found out that they are, they did cast Josie from, like, Josie and the Pussycats, too. So I feel like there's, they're making a possibility of, you know, that spinoff. Because, you know, we all love Josie and the Pussycats with Rachel Lee Cook, so why not?
1: If it's successful, if it's really good, here's my pitch for the week. If mm-hmm. that's really good, I would like to see them revisit Sabrina the Teenage Witch and do the same sort of modern realistic take on it, more like Buffy and less like Melissa Joan Hart.
0: Oh, but I did love Sabrina the Teenage Witch with most Oh, Joan don't Hart. get me
1: wrong. I love that, but they've uh, in the comics recently, they've done like a modern horrifying Sabrina the Teenage Witch, and it's really dark, and it's really disturbed, and it's great. Mm.
0: You know, I guess for me, my pitch then, if we're going to go on comic books, graphic novels, all that, I really, I get your issue with Once Upon a Time, but I really would like them to do Fable. Like, I feel, Ugh. I feel like a TV show, Fable would be great. Um, it would. And I'm, it I'm kind so... of just, I'm kind of just waiting for Disney or like Nickelodeon to pick up Lumberjanes, too.
1: Oh, Lumberjanes has already been optioned for a it, feature. Oh,
0: movie. oh, see, I think it'd be a good series. Like, I don't think it should be a movie. I think it should be a Netflix series.
1: I would agree with that. Um, but I think given the age of the characters and the age of the audience, I would, I, I know you don't want to hear this, but if, I'm, if they're going to go TV, I bet they'd go Freeform or CW.
0: I hate that it's called Freeform.
1: I know. Well, I, I understand you don't want to call it ABC Family anymore, but ABC still owns it, right?
0: Yeah, so call it ABC Freeform.
1: No, ABC Edge or ABC Day. Well, we've
0: already talked about this. The A B Me talking about ABC Extreme. <laughs> <laughs> ABC Extreme. Um, totally. Similar to keep the keep
1: ABC in the name. Come on, don't don't mess up your brand.
0: <laughs> I'm basically just stealing from difficult people now. So of yeah. Anything to get Billy Eichner to give me a cease and desist?
1: I don't think you have to do much to get a season desist from that man.
0: Uh, probably not. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's 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 my my hope though. Well, I'm glad to hear that one of my my pitches is it's it got optioned. cool.
1: yeah, gay lumber. so you should you should expect to check in the mail retroactively <laughs> since you had this idea after it had already happened.
0: Yeah, I really appreciate. <laughs> You're the only person normally that tends to know more than I do about these things. So it's exciting. I got really excited one day looking at trailers, sitting with my sister. And she said that I'm the only person she knows that looks at trailers of movies for fun. I'm like, that is... Uh, I'm like, well, (laughs) you don't know many people because I... So many people in my life do this.
1: Right. You just point at the view counter. You're like, well, a million other people today... Decided to do that, so...
0: Yeah, it, it's it's funny how much I, like, look on it to see what's... Ha- I was waiting and waiting for passengers, like, for that trailer mm-hmm. to come out.
1: You know why it took so long, right?
0: Why? I'm sure you can tell me. There you have is a
1: legal... There's a legal dispute oh. um, with the special effects company that was doing all the post-production work between, um, I believe it's their employees and... The, no, no, no. It's between the effects house and one of the processes, one of the you know engines or something that they're using to render the special effects, the people who created that versus the people who are using it, and there's a dispute. And as a result, Passengers is not as far along in post-production as it needed to be once this lawsuit came out and a judge ordered... That nobody could use this program, this engine, while the dispute was going on. But passengers was already so far along; they finally got something through. I'm guessing, because for a while there, like we should have seen a passengers trailer a couple months ago, yeah, um, at least a teaser. But we haven't seen anything. Wait, well, yeah, because you and I um, talked
0: about it when I was in New York last time, too. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate you informing me of this.
1: Not a problem.
0: I look forward to hearing Neil deGrasse Tyson rip that movie apart for its scientific inaccuracies.
1: Did he, uh, did he blow a bunch of smoke up the Martian's butt for being scientifically accurate?
0: No, he just, I mean, he did talk about how much he liked that science was a main character. Mm -hmm. Um... Yeah, he. It was funny. He was talking about, it and he's like, "It's not that I dislike any of these movies. It's the fact that I like them that I put these notes on." And uh, he was like, "I just feel so misunderstood." And he's like, "I'm not going to do it anymore because he like apparently did it for, for Force Awakens with how BB-8 would apparently not have the tread to, and he, you know drift off into the sand." And so he, he, like, made some note, and someone was like, fuck off. And then, like, there were all these articles, and he's like, Times Magazine wrote about this tweet. And so he was saying that he was stopping for a while. But, no, he did, like, he liked The Martian for the fact, his whole thing is get the science right and then and then fabricate it where you want to fabricate it. But, like, make sure you know how to do it and then mess with it. And he's like, I don't mind that. And I think his big thing with Gravity was that Sandra Bullock's hair didn't move in huh. in in the ship. Which I mean, I've never seen Gravity, honestly. So I I'll just take his word for it. But he he his other big thing he ended on the Titanic, where when Kate Winslet's on her you know what was it shelf armoire dresser whatever the fuck and you know killing the love of her life slowly. Uh, She's looking at the stars, and he says that the stars were really inaccurate. And then half of this, it was just half of the sky, and then the other half was just a mirror of it, and how it was really frustrating. And he saw James Cameron several times after the movie and commented on it. And James Cameron, being James Cameron, was like, Well, it made a billion dollars, so who's to say what it would have made if the sky had been right? But then, uh, for like the 10 year DVD edition, his post production guy called. Neil deGrasse Tyson and said, uh, so James Cameron says you have a sky I can use. And so apparently the sky in the the, like the 10th anniversary DVD of Titanic is apparently amazing because he bugged James Cameron enough at events, which the thing is, I just love Neil deGrasse Tyson for the fact that he bugged James Cameron to that point, because I'm not going to lie, I kind of hate James Cameron. Like, I think he's kind really? of a shit human.
1: A shit human? Those like, are strong like, words. Like, I'm not
0: saying he's a bad director. I'm not saying, like, I just think he's <laughs> not he a good...
1: murder someone?
0: <laughs> no, he's just not... Like, the interviews I've seen, he seems just very pompous from things I've read. Like, it does... It seems like he's really into himself. Like, I mean, and I get, like, he does shit well. But uh, after I saw Avatar, I'm like, this guy just digs himself too much.
1: Yeah, I'm also the person
0: that walked out of Avatar and did not finish it.
1: Yeah, I watched Avatar on Netflix. uh... Oh, it
0: was on Netflix.
1: Um, actually, it was back when. This is how old school. This is back when I was paying for the disc rental service as well.
0: Oh my (laughs) God, I forgot that people did that.
1: (laughs) Right, get the DVD sent to my home. What? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's how I watched Avatar, and it took me. It took me a couple times of going, ah, okay, that's enough, and then pausing it and coming back to it because I just... It was really, really pretty. God, it was a pretty movie. I mean, it
0: was pretty, but... And I saw it... So I saw... Five-sixths of it. I'll say that. I saw... I just didn't see the... I knew how it was going to end. Like, it was obvious how it was going to end. So I saw five-sixths of it in the theater, and I just walked out at a certain point. Like, when... I was just like, no... I think it was like Sigourney Weaver just died or something. Oh, spoiler alert for a movie that came out like almost a decade ago. Um, So I think I walked out around that time because it was just blue Pocahontas. I was just over it. Um,
1: Thanks for comparing it to Pocahontas and not Fern Gully.
0: I mean, I love Fern Gully. I would never compare it to Fern Gully.
1: Really? Fern Gully? You're a fan, huh? Yeah. I I felt it was as preachy as... Ted Turner, when he's drunk.
0: I don't. One, amazing. Um, two, yeah, it's hella preachy, but Hexus is one of the most terrifying villains. He haunts my dreams still. He and the creature from the upside down, damn. They're in my head.
1: I'm going to tweet at you sometime next week a picture of a palm tree <laughs> that's at uh, one of the places I work that looks like the creature from the upside down. <laughs> that's it's amazing.
0: amazing. Um, and I'll just tweet back a picture of Hexis. Um, no, but it's funny because anyone from, like, our generation, like, if you talk about, if you say Hexis, they know what it is. One time I looked at a cloud and I said to Anne, that cloud looks like Hexus. And she's like, why would you ruin a perfectly good evening with Hexus? <laughs> Which <laughs> was probably one of the best things she's ever said to me. So, uh, yeah, no, it, it it's not Good movie, necessarily, but Robin Williams does a great rap as a bat. And
1: oh, Robin Williams! Yeah,
0: and you know, Krista had cool, short, choppy hair, and I did too growing <laughs> up. So hey, it's I gotcha. Yeah, but no, I it was definitely it was Blue Pocahontas though. White man saves us all, pretty much. But yeah, also, although
1: I mean, John Smith didn't do the saving in Pocahontas. Pocahontas did the saving.
0: But like it was the whole idea of him being like, "Oh no!" But stop, and then, and Kokoom dies.
1: Ugh. Kokoom. Uh, uh, I love I love that he lives on as a meme. <laughs>
0: uh Kokoom. <Cocoaum. laughs>
1: Poor guy. I'd have been pissed off too if my name was Kokoom.
0: Yeah. No, I can I can imagine. Mm-hmm. I can imagine that would be rough. I feel like that's probably going to be a name that's going to become like a nouveau riche name pretty soon. I randomly, my Facebook decided to be like, what are the cool French baby names that everyone's interested in? And I'm like, I don't care, but I'm sure you're going to tell me.
1: Oh, French, cool French baby names. Why would you do that to a child? Come on.
0: Well, and they tell me because I'm a woman in my late 20s. So obviously this is shit I care about.
1: Huh. All I get marketed towards me on Facebook are strip clubs and light beer.
0: It knows you well
1: apparently i
0: get i get nautical themed housewares and children's names like baby things
1: now if i'm gonna be totally honest um (laughs) you know what pops up all the time as sponsored on my newsfeed
0: oh god what
1: screenwriting contests
0: (laughs) oh man i'm so glad i was drinking i wish you could have seen what i was doing there because i was drinking and then the water out my nose um
1: That's amazing,
0: I my stuff is all things that I think my friends are looking up and they assume I want to see too. I'm like, no, I'm cool, I'm down. I got my own shit to do, but yeah. Ah, so So
1: what's
0: what's... (laughs) Uh, uh, oh no? And we
1: both try to transition. (laughs) Uh,
0: I want to hear your segue. I want to hear what your segue was.
1: Um. Well, since we were a little all over the map from where we wanted to go, I'm going to segue and say, uh, "What, what would you, uh, what would you recommend to me? What would you give me a, a little review of?" Um...
0: Well, I'm a little late to the game. Okay, but, but Zootopia.
1: I was just rewatching that, <laughs> like not an hour ago.
0: <laughs> it's funny because Maya posted a thing, and it was like my plan to watch Zootopia last night. <laughs> And she posted that. I'm like, how, um, how am I surprised that this is something you wrote? And she's like, you shouldn't be. Because she and I do a lot of things at the same time. But we don't mm-hmm. talk about it until well after the fact. And it's kind of creepy. But yeah, I had this whole plan to watch Zootopia because it's on Netflix now. And I'd never seen it. Because when it came out, actually, was when I was, I was with you. I was in New York, I think, around the time it came out.
1: Yeah, yeah. And
0: then... Before that, I was getting geared up to go to New York, and so I was like working a ton. And afterwards, I had a shit ton of stuff to do, um, just in life because I'm very important. And so I never saw it. And it is a movie that my my boyfriend really likes, and I felt I should maybe watch it. And
1: what'd the, you think?
0: Uh, well, I won't lie. I took cough medicine beforehand. So I haven't finished it, but the first three-fourths is great, and I was gonna be like, "You should watch it." Uh, I I'd watch it alone for the the sloth at the DMV because you know how I love sloths,
1: mm-hmm. and almost the, Kristen Bell level love of sloths.
0: Well, yeah, it's my profile picture on Facebook, me and a sloth.
1: That's not. Oh, thought that was your boyfriend. Awkward.
0: My boyfriend is not a sloth. He just. He does not look like a sloth, last I checked. But okay. you wouldn't know. You don't know him.
1: Nope. For all you have seen a picture. I mean, to don't be... know his name. I mean, to be For fair... all I know, you made him up. Well,
0: to be fair, I'm pretty sure people are starting to assume that he's made up.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't ever give him a name. Just call him your boyfriend. <laughs> I'll never, I'll just refer to Courtney as my wife. Okay?
0: Don't, shit, you just ruined it. Oh, damn you it, damn ruined it. it. You No. Better. I'll, I'll Add to it away. to the
1: list of things I've ruined. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. well, that list is getting awfully long.
1: Along with the ending of It and Marmalade. Yep. So what do you have to recommend to me? (laughs) Um, I would recommend to you... Not doing that with your voice as a... That is (laughs) awful. Awful. Well, that was just me attempting to stall for time while I think about what I recommend. But um, yeah, see, you
0: you really have to you have a a, a high tier now because Zootopia, man, three the first three fourths of Zootopia, who can compete with that?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Um,
0: certainly not uh, Alan Alda.
1: Oh, you know what? You should actually check out. I think it's going to be good. Um, the Good Place, the new Kristen. Bell oh, I watched Sick it already. Hub. Sorry. Well, my review of (laughs) it is um, a very interesting world that they've constructed. I hope they can keep the special effects up through the rest of the season. Um, Right now, it feels a little like like an attempt at a new version of... um, Oh, God. Uh the pie maker. Uh Fred. Um The Pie. I'm having a stroke. The, the, the pie-, pie Maker. You know, um Waitress? No, not waitress. Uh the TV show. Uh only oh, lasted oh, two okay. seasons.
0: Pushing Daisies.
1: Pushing daisies! Oh man! I kept I kept thinking dead like me and I was like, No, wrong show Like
0: uh, waitress? Yes.
1: <laughs> no, not waitress! Not <laughs> the you? Broadway smash hit!
0: Well, Um, it was also a movie with Carrie Russell and Nathan Fillion.
1: You're right, but um, suck it. I don't follow. You
0: know, know I know someone who's performing in Waitress currently. Oh, really? Yeah. My well, he is the former boyfriend of someone I went to high school with. His name's Max. actually, they might still be together. Uh, Yeah, I'll send you. I'll send you things because I don't want to, you know, be weird and creepy Mm -hmm. um, on a podcast. (laughs) Because no one should do that on a podcast.
1: Why start now? <laughs>
0: Why start now? But yeah, no, it is kind of a little... It, the, the filming kind of, like, the, how how it, how it looks is kind of like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I I yeah. Kinda,
0: there's a little bit of, like, Last Man on Earth to me about it, too.
1: Yeah. A little yeah. bit.
0: I, I like it, though. I like Kristen Bell when she's not 100% likable. Because yeah. I feel like she is actually a really likable her- human, Herman, mm-hmm. Hermit. She's a really likable Herman.
1: Herman. She's a good
0: Herman. It, hermit, hermit. A good I speak like I'm my dogs. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's I I agree. That's a good one. I did you just hear that noise?
1: I did. It was my I dog just, inhaling. And I'll just let it go by, but that's fine. <laughs>
0: no, it's just my dog. Just he's just sti- He's just hanging out at my feet. Like hey. I don't know what I need in life, but clearly you can supply it for me.
1: Your dog is all of us,
0: yep, well, I noticed in my podcast uh with Maya that there's just there was so much dog noise.
1: <laughs> Did't want to say anything that was one of one of two notes that I had for the last episode. Well, yeah, was dog was dog noise,
0: and we tried so. a different uh we were editing or we were recording on a different machine and so that was tricky but you know Mm. such is life we we figured out each time it's it's a new lesson but yeah it's it's one of those things we'll have to switch out and record when the dogs aren't around which if only that were possible
1: live and let Maisie
0: yeah although Floyd was some of that noise but Maisie was definitely Maisie was sleeping and audibly (laughs) snoring behind me (laughs)
1: it was was amazing
0: it was (laughs) yeah at one point i'm just like wow it like really sets the bar of how boring we must be (laughs) (laughs) that she is just that she's just doing that but yeah
1: it's letting everyone know how they should react
0: (laughs) yeah no it's 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 good uh it was that was it was not a great movie but it was much better than the last movie we had watched i'm hoping i'm really excited we're gonna start watching some classics again
1: and I'm just I'm just holding my breath for Halloween Town.
0: Halloween Town, yeah, it's in a few weeks. We'll do Halloween Town. I'm pretty so excited, excited, excited
1: about
0: that. Um, yeah, I think I think we might try and do most of them, or at least the first two, in October, and like have those, and then maybe we'll wait for the other two next year. I don't know. Who knows? if We can keep ourselves on air that long.
1: <laughs> we'll see if we can keep the lights on. Yeah, we'll, we'll work on a on some funding.
0: <laughs> ah. No one wants to fund me and Maya getting drunk in my living room. No.
1: I'll, I'll start a Patreon for you guys. Aww, just, just for your booze.
0: <laughs> just just for our booze account. Yeah. yeah,
1: you guys don't have to record podcasts, but just so you can get drunk in your living room. Because well, yeah. I feel like that's important.
0: Yeah, I mean, clearly I'm just staring at my empty glass and I'm like, I can't leave the computer right now.
1: Oh uh, yeah, my glass is empty too. I think that probably means we should uh, wrap it up.
0: Yeah, let's do that. So, um, it was nice talking to you. I mean, yeah, you I know, guess. this
1: was uh, this was a thing. Yeah,
0: it was better than you know. No, it wasn't better than taking a nap, but it was better than wa- uh, watching the same shows that I've been watching all day on TV.
1: Better than soggy cereal.
0: Isn't that just cereal?
1: No, I mean, not if you do it right.